Hello there, and welcome to In Bed with Susie Bright on Audible.com. On today's show, I'm happy to interview one of my most entertaining and interesting employers, Deb Stoller, the editor of Bust Magazine, the magazine that's strong enough for a man but made for a woman. And in today's mailbag, when gaining weight tips the scales in your marriage. Well, I have to give a little State of the Union address today. I'm actually recording this before April 15th, so I am working on my taxes as I listen to my own radio station. And I must say, I, I have an actual stomach ache today. I have a knot in my stomach that says W on it. <laughs> It is really, really a hard time, and I've been meaning to say this for a couple of weeks to my listeners, that when I was traveling on my recent book tour, and I'm sure as I continue to travel in April, I got the local angle in every town and every city I went to of people who are feeling very worried and impacted by the war effort, either because they have friends and relatives who are in the service, or because they're just concerned about what the hell is the world coming to? And then, of course, the economy. It's just awful, isn't it? I came home to gas being $2.20 a gallon. I mean, it's tough. I'm I'm really cultivating my, my darkest sense of humor, and I appreciate you tuning in and sharing this time with me in such a blue period, because I know lots of times I even feel this way. I'll think, how can I be thinking about sex at a time like this? And of course, another part of me says, this is the best time to think about sex. And I also actually feel quite a, a stake in in what happens to our sexual lives and our sexual, mental and physical health when we face wartime or a really troubled economy it has a big impact on people's libidos. It's a health issue. I should do a public health alert. Where is the Surgeon General? You know that old 60s poster that said, war is bad for children and other living things? I, I should do sort of an X-rated version of that. It says, uh, war is bad for horniness and other lively things. How, how, how about that? <laughs> it, is, it isn't exactly the most life-affirming time. And so when we can gather together and uh, and share a little bit of, of life and a little bit of sexual inspiration, it does make one have a bit more hope. Now, let's go on to talking to one of the hopeful spots in my life, Deb Stoller. Today on In Bed with Susie Bright, my guest is one of my bosses. I'm kind of excited. I don't usually get to put one of my employers on the hot seat, but today it's one of my favorite employers. She's the editor and publisher of Bust Magazine, a wonderful, if I dare call it, a women's magazine. I, I don't want to call it a women's magazine because the first time I set eyes on Bust, I went, oh my God, this is so fresh. This is so fabulous. And then in my own little conceited way, I said, it's like on our backs for straight girls. <laughs> it was like a breath of fresh air in terms of a sexually provocative, positive, smart, just super neat Kino magazine with a woman's point of view, a feminist point of view. Debbie is also, well, she, you know, this magazine became very influential in certain circles and everybody started imitating them. And it led to several things, including a, 
a book that Debbie co-wrote called The Bust Guide to the New Girl Order. And she ended up being credited with all kinds of sound bites like inventor of girly feminism. <laughs> we'll get into that later. But she has a she has a sordid past. She has a PhD in the psychology of women from Yale University. Obviously there's a lot to talk about here. Debbie, welcome. Hi. Welcome to my bed. Thanks for having me. What the hell is girly feminism, and did you come up with that, or was that some clever little media tag that got applied to you? Uh, look, I never actually really used the phrase myself. I guess it was used mostly in this book called Manifesta that Jennifer Baumgartner and Amy Richards wrote. And I, and I guess it kind of it's sort of a way of talking about third-wave feminism in that it's uh, I find it just an evolution of second-wave feminist thought in which a lot of aspects of femininity, which were once rejected by 70s feminists, kind of come to be reevaluated and, and even potentially embraced by feminists. So that includes everything from, you know, makeup to knitting to just typical feminine things to sort of do these things with a sense of celebration and pride. And so that's where the 